Hey folks, welcome back to episode 13 of Two Quick Things. This is Shamina. And today's topic du jour is going to be choices. I thought about this topic because I often think about the choices that I make and the choices that everybody, you know, has an opportunity to make, whether or not they think they have the ability to make a choice. I've been thinking a lot about the choices that I've made personally, professionally. How did I come to those decisions? What are the ramifications for making such choices? And kind of how I go through the the, the process of making a, a choice. I, I kind of think that there's a bit of a difference between making a choice and making a decision. Um, it almost feels like choices are kind of the more free flow that I, I have the ability to more weigh in on. And a decision is something that is limited. I have to make a decision between these one thing, one, two, three. I'm not quite sure where I came up with that kind of adage, but it kind of makes sense in my head. If I think a little bit more on it, I might share some more throughout the episode. So there's, I was reading an article from Psychology Today. It's called Making Good Choices. And so I thought, okay, what's the difference between a good and a bad choice? And so then, of course, I read the article and I pulled this from it. So the first question is, what is a good choice? Good choices are decisions that, make you, that keep you heading in the direction in which you want to go. Bad choices, on the other hand, end up being counterproductive and can quickly begin spiraling into stress, confusion, and despair. So... I think about good choices that I've made to, for instance, take care of my body or buy this outfit that I know that I can afford or, you know, advocate for myself in this way. And those were good choices for me because they felt good. They moved, continued moving me in the direction that I wanted to go either for advocating for myself or for making sure that my voice is at the table or in some instances inviting myself to the table. Although I've been seeing a lot of memes recently, they're like, I don't want to be at a table that I have to be invited to. So I'm going to build my own table, which is great if that's the, the spirit or the, the entrepreneurial nature in which you can go about your work in life. But some of us aren't, uh, our DNA isn't set up that way. So, but then I think about Bad choices. And I don't know if they're bad choices as opposed to poor choices. I think there are both. And some of them can be the same. It's a poor and a bad choice or it's one or the other. I think about um, times when I have made a choice that I didn't fully think out. So I made a short-sighted choice based on emotion or needing to get something done quickly and not taking the time to do my due diligence to look into that. And then I'm like, oh, damn, that ended up being a poor choice and a not not a thoughtful choice, which is I hope to be in a position to make thoughtful choices. Um, there have been times when I have felt rushed to make a choice that I didn't necessarily need to be rushed to because I was working on somebody else's timeline and not my own. And I think that's one of the things around choices that I have to think about. Am I making a choice that I am proud of? Am I making a choice that aligns with my values? Um, am I going to be able to sleep at night based on this choice that I made? Am I going to be able to feel comfortable standing up and, you know, kind of defending or upholding and sometimes lifting up the choice that I made, even if it's in the face of opposition and other people wouldn't choose to do that? To be honest, there are some choices that I make based on a harm reduction approach. 
I know if I, based on past experience, that if I go down this road, say this thing, write this email, it is going to equal this level of dramatics and response solely based on past experience. And so sometimes I have to remind myself at the end of the day, I am responsible for the choices that I make and I need to be able to stand up for them, uh, honor the choice that I made, defend it, which sounds extra, but like, you know, defend it more or less um, and be able to justify that if I get called on it. But I also think, okay, if I am wrong in this choice, am I going to be okay with taking the L for that? So taking the loss and trying to rebound for that and not beating myself up as much, knowing the spirit with which I made the choice was something that was, that felt good for me. So I I also think about times when I allow other people, situations, entities to make decisions or choices for me. And then I get annoyed with myself, of course, for not using my voice or for allowing, uh, a choice to fall out of my hands. So I will give an example of a few years ago. A few years ago, there was um, a time where I was not going to be um, asked to continue on in a role. I wasn't getting terminated. Um, And I can't go into the full backstory of that because I don't know where that situation is. But essentially, I was my contract for work was going to be ending early. Um, What was communicated was not it was not for me. I didn't, I didn't do anything to kind of spark that choice from, you know, the other side, the person that was making that decision or the the department that was making that decision, but still I was going to be on the, the receiving end of said decision. So at that point I had a choice to make. And some part of this, I, I don't know that I made the, the best choices the whole time. I chose to immediately start to look for work um, because I don't want to be out there struggling when I have the, I had time on my side at this point to go out and interview and apply for positions and whatnot. Um, so that was for me a good choice. I think one of the, uh, a choice that I made that I don't know that I would do again is I, it was an emotional response from me and I shut out my employer. I was still showing up banging out work, doing good work, but I, I literally had no words. And when I say literally, like I did not go to that office for a good four months, I would send my assistant to get things. I would communicate via email. I did, um, if I got a voicemail, I would respond via email. And I was uh, child, I was in my twenties and I was, I was in a petty place. And I don't know that that would, I would make that choice again, but it was a choice that I made at that time. So some of it was self-preservation. A bit of it was harm reduction because I didn't know what I was going to say if I saw people who were part of that decision and that choice that was so, that was going to be so impactful for me because I couldn't see the business decision in that or the business choice. I just saw and felt what that was going to feel like for me. Um, I don't know that I would do that differently now because I'm in a, a different space mentally. I am more mature in terms of my mind frame and thinking about business decisions. Um, I have uh, more ways to cope and engage in strategy to support myself. I have a stronger network of people who can be supportive of me and support me um, in a variety of things, personally and professionally. So that is one choice. I, I, very, I just remembered that because it's kind of a painful memory around that choice at that point. But I, my thing was like, I have to activate. 
I have to get work. I don't know what it means to not work since I be, I started in the working world. And I certainly had never had the experience of somebody, invi- as I would say, inviting me to leave a job. And I had no choice in that. Um, if I look, if I kind of roll back and look at it now, I probably would have made a choice to use my voice and start to see what other ways, like, okay, maybe I, I this isn't going to work in this role, but what other ways can I stake that these are my receipts of how I've contributed to this position, this department, this unit, but I didn't have that at the moment. So I had time on my side and I chose to see the time and like moving forward and lurching into something else, but I didn't see the time and give myself pause to think, okay, if I want to stay, how do I make this work? So that was a a growth experience for me, but around choice, I made some choices that, and I I slept terribly during that time based on a variety of things. But one of them, I made it because I made a choice not to engage with my employer and the people that were a part of that decision. I, I didn't sleep very much. So that was a choice where I didn't sleep. I was miserable. I was probably a bear to live with and to engage with because I had a constant attitude. Um, although I was still showing up and doing the work, it was, it sucked. And I look back on that now and see how much I've grown. But at that point, child, mm, it was, it was a difficult place to be in. So I want to talk a few, uh, give a few pointers on ways to make good choice. Oh, let's, let's talk about the bad choices too. Um, I think there is a, um, there's a, there's a thing that happens inside of us in our gut. I've been talking about gut, like offline to people I know in real life. And there's a, there's a gut feeling that you have when you're about to make a bad choice and you may be like, I'm just going to take the L for this one. Like I got to do what I got to do. And we don't know the the flip side of that, of, of who that's impacting and how that's impacting like a project, a process of value or an expectation of other people. And so while we may be willing to take the L and being like, I got to do what I got to do, I'll, I'll do now, apologize later. Sometimes that apology later, you don't have a chance to make that apology. Sometimes you are going to catch a swift decision and choice on somebody else's part that you may not like. And you, you, there's a, a strong likelihood that you won't like, but all in the spirit of taking the, you're like, I'm going to take the L. Okay. Remember you are one part of a choice oftentimes especially if it involves like your work, the work that you do, be it like structure, corporate environment, education, freelance, whatever, there's going to be a, there's a shadow side to making a choice that you might, you know, verbally say, I'm going to take the L for right now. But at the end of the day, you could be taking several L's in a row based on that. So think and think through those decisions when you're about to make one that doesn't necessarily align. Um, I'm not saying like bend over backwards and then become a people pleaser because I have challenges with that too. But at the end of the day, if I don't agree with something or if I need to make a choice that might fall outside of what other people would do or what they might expect of me, I've got to give myself some pause, think through, am I prepared to deal with the inside, the other side of this situation when it comes to light? So I think that's another thing when we think about like a choice and maybe it's a bad choice, maybe it's not, but think about that. Give yourself that bit of grace and pause to think, is it, is it really worth it? Um, and am I going to be able to gain that relationship back and strengthen it back knowing that perhaps I made a decision that was absolutely counter to what was communicated to me. So that's on y'all. Um, a few things to think about when, uh, making good choices. Um, 
managing the the larger things, I think it's easy to get sidetracked and caught up with all the the small little minutia details. Um, oftentimes, the decisions that we not have to make and choices that we have to make, excuse me, are not hard. They may just feel hard. They may have consequences or outcomes that we don't know or can't predict. But usually those decisions are not hard. Usually in our mind, we immediately talk, get to a decision, but then we may talk ourselves out of it based on this X, Y, and Z, or what this person might think, or how this crowd or audience might react. But oftentimes the choices that we make are not hard, um, especially when we know what we need to do. But we were thinking about how are other people going to respond to this? Because um, that other people thing will get you caught up, myself included. Um, when you're thinking about a choice, learn from the past. I'm not saying you repeat the past every single time, but how did this type of situation work out for you in the past? Have you seen or be observant? Have other people around you made a decision and that decision, you know, float off like a lead balloon? Maybe you don't want to put yourself directly in that That does because you're not exempt from the outcome of your decision. So think about that. Um, don't procrastinate. You got you, you. We usually have the information that we need in front of us, but we want to talk to Tom, Dick and Harry, as my mom would say about, well, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And then we want to get mad at Tom, Dick or Harry when we followed their advice and it didn't turn out well. We've got to learn to get that trust in ourselves. I'm not saying don't con consult, uh, consult and chat about it, but we can chat each other, you know, down to the end of the ground and then still not have a decision. So be confident in that. Don't procrastinate because the more you think about it, the more you're trying to lead into this idea of perfection. Like, how do I do everything so that it's perfect? Make, take the time to think about it, decide, make the decision, and then move through that. Um, this is not the time to be like waffling back and forth when you've already made the decision and you're moving in a direction. Maybe there are small tweaks, but go ahead and make that decision, make that choice, be confident in that choice when you make it and move in that direction. And I think the last little tip I'll give you in, in terms of ways to make good choices is have a sense of, of knowing what you know and what you don't know. So that were, might be where some of that consultative nature comes in and you talk to other people. But there, there's a lot of things that you know. I'm guaranteed, I don't know who you listener, I probably know a handful of y'all because you let me know you listen and I love that. But there's some things that you're not going to know. You're just not going to be the expert at everything and that's okay. Um, know those times when you're not. Consult appropriately. Read. Hell, the internet is, well, if, unless you're paying for Wi-Fi. This bad boy is free. If you don't have it free at your house, go to your local library. A library card is free. Go to the local university because sometimes you can just go in the computer lab. You don't need a, uh, an ID number and whatnot to, uh, to sign on. Use the, the free Wi-Fi or use your phone. Search the Internet. Read about this stuff. There's so many resources and ways to like strengthen your knowledge on these areas. I get surprised when people are like, I don't know and I don't know where to find Child, if you don't open the Google window or Yahoo, I don't know who uses Yahoo, but open one of those search engines, say your question out loud and then type it, hit enter and see what comes up. And don't just go with what's on the first page. I'm just saying. So on Facebook, Instagram is two quick things. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends and I'll see you next time.